Hi, welcome to my podcast, where today I'll share several illustrations based on the Webb Space Telescope, many parts, one system, fashioning each mirror, and E Pluribus Unum, and an illustration based on spilling coffee. My name is Tim Harner. I am a Christian author and apologist, a graduate of Houghton College and of Harvard Law School, where I was an editor of the Harvard Law Review. As an attorney, my primary role has been as a general counsel. Therefore, I call the six books that I've written the General Counsel Series. The first four books of the series outline the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, providing scriptural backing for the final installments of the series that outline the history of America and the history of the Church Universal. I post my latest thoughts regularly on my website, timharner.com. And now, as I talk about many parts, one system, fashioning each mirror, e pluribus unum, and spilling coffee, let's pray that the Lord will let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in the sight of the Lord our God, who is our strength and our Redeemer. The Webb Space Telescope has many parts, yet it is one system. The thrusters keep the Webb Space Telescope in the best position and in the best attitude after it arrives at Lagrange Point 2, the best place of service. The solar panels convert the light of the sun to electricity to power the telescope. The heat shield blocks the heat of the sun because the mirror must be kept very cold in order to detect the most distant objects. The mirror is the part of the telescope that actually sees the distant targets that are the whole purpose for having the telescope. You can see why it's essential to use the thrusters to keep the telescope in exactly the right position that both blocks the heat of the sun and captures the light of the sun. In my blogs, the Webb Space Telescope represents the system of service in the way of Jesus. The Apostle Paul illustrated our part, our role in this system of service, as being like the human body. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. Many parts, one system of service. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. In the Webb Space Telescope, the solar panels cannot say to the thrusters, I don't need you. And the mirror cannot say to the heat shield, I don't need you. The four major parts of the Webb Space Telescope are the thrusters, the heat shield, the solar panels, and the mirror. And of course, these major parts are themselves composed of innumerable smaller parts, smaller roles for each of us to play. Therefore, the Apostle Paul cautioned each of us, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment, 
in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. How can you find enough wisdom to determine what your part should be, what your role should be in the complicated system of service? Pray. James, the brother of Jesus, assured us, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. By praying for wisdom, you can learn what gifts the Spirit of the Lord is giving you. By praying for wisdom, you can learn what roles best fit your gifts. This learning process may take many years. Jesus himself grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and people. How should you evaluate your success? Not by how well your role in the system of service avoids troubles and persecutions. Not by how well your role in the system of service avoids the worries of this life. And certainly not by how well your role in the system of service serves the deceitfulness of wealth. Instead, you should evaluate your success by how well your role enables the system of service in everything to do for others what you would have them do for you. For this sums up the ideals of the law of Moses and the prophets. Evaluate your success by how well your role enables the system of service to increase the growth of love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Evaluate your success by how well your role enables the system of service to attack and destroy the gates of hell itself. The primary mirror of the Webb Space Telescope consists of 18 individual mirrors. Each of these 18 individual hexagonal mirrors is 4.3 feet in diameter. They are connected to each other and aligned to function as one large mirror that is 21 feet 4 inches in diameter. Each individual mirror is custom made from rare precious materials such as beryllium and gold. Why? Beryllium is chosen for its strength, its light weight, and its endurance despite temperatures reaching as low as minus 364 degrees Fahrenheit. Gold is chosen for its adaptability and its shininess. Gold can be applied as a mirror coating as thin as 100 nanometers, that's about one one-thousandth of a human hair, and gold can be polished to reflect light as perfectly as technologically possible. Similarly, in our individual lives, God fashions us perfectly in the way of Jesus. God fashions each of us into the image of God. Each of us is custom made to reflect the image of God. This means that each of us is custom made to overcome darkness with the light of the Spirit of the Lord. This means that each of us is custom made to overcome chaos with the wisdom of the Spirit of the Lord. God fashions each of us to live in the way of the Lord himself, teaching and training us to be compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to multitudes, forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin, and punishing people as little as feasible. 
even though all of us have sinned and gone astray from the way of the Lord, from the way of Jesus, the Lord is like a good shepherd, a diligent housewife, and a compassionate father. The Lord spares no effort or humiliation to restore us fully to his image. What are the materials that fashion each of us to live in the way of Jesus, in the way of the Lord? The Apostle Paul listed some of them. Belts of truth, breastplates of righteousness, footwear of peace, shields of faith, helmets of salvation, and swords of the word of the Lord. The Apostle Peter told each of us how to become mirrors fashioned in the way of Jesus, in the way of the Lord. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. In this way, no matter how far your life has gone astray, the amazing grace of the Lord will fashion you into the image of God. E pluribus unum. If your Latin is rusty, the English translation is, out of many, one. This motto appears on the great seal of the United States, dating back to an act of Congress in 1782. It originally spoke of forging one nation composed of many diverse states. President Obama stressed that we are forging one people composed of many diverse peoples. The Webb Space Telescope forges one mirror out of 18. The primary mirror of the Webb Space Telescope consists of 18 individual mirror segments. Why? Only in this way could the primary mirror be folded small enough to be squeezed into the tip of the rocket as if it was an origami. Each of these 18 individual hexagonal mirrors is 4.3 feet in diameter. They are connected to each other, but being connected isn't enough. All 18 mirrors must be aligned so that they function as one large mirror that is 21 feet 4 inches in diameter. How well aligned? NASA explains, to work together as a single mirror, the telescope's 18 primary mirror segments need to match each other to a fraction of a wavelength of light, approximately 50 nanometers. To put this in perspective, if the web primary mirror were the size of the United States, each segment would be the size of Texas, and the team at NASA would need to line the height of those Texas-sized segments up with each other to an accuracy of about 1.5 inches. Let's just talk about that again. If the web primary mirror was the size of the United States, each of those 18 segments would be the size of Texas, and the team at NASA would need to line the height of those Texas-sized segments up with each other to an accuracy of about one and a half inches. Furthermore, NASA is aligning these mirror segments at a distance of a million miles. How does God align the diverse followers of the way of Jesus 
and do it across diverse cultures and two millennia. A clue came when the Church Universal was born at the Festival of Pentecost. On that day, people from all over the Roman world heard the good news about Jesus in their own language. There was only one Jesus and one Spirit of the one Lord. Nevertheless, people could follow Jesus while retaining their diverse languages, genders, and cultures. As the Apostle Paul wrote to the churches in Galatia, there is neither Jew nor non-Jew, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. How is this possible? At the Last Supper, Jesus prayed that all of his followers may be one and may be brought to complete unity. He used an illustration about a vine to explain how to unify ourselves, how to align ourselves. We must abide in Jesus as the branches of a vine abide in the vine. We will be many different branches, many diverse people and diverse churches, but we must all still abide in the one same vine, Jesus. We must love each other. When the Apostle Paul wrote to the divided, disunited church at Corinth, he described the kind of love that makes such unity, such alignment possible among diverse followers of Jesus and among diverse branches of the church universal. Regardless of which branch of the vine we are on, if we do not abide in this kind of love, we are nothing, we gain nothing. Regardless of which branch of the vine we are on, we must be patient with the other people and branches. We must be kind. We must not envy. We must not boast. We must not be proud. We must not dishonor others. We must not be self-seeking. We must not be easily angered. We must not keep any record of wrongs. We must not delight in evil, but rejoice with the truth. We must always protect, always trust, always hope, always persevere. We must always abide in the vine of Jesus. I'm famous for spilling my coffee. In fact, I'm so clumsy that a good friend refuses to get near my coffee cup because I'm so likely to spill it. Of course, she'll forgive me for spilling my coffee on her, but it's far better if I don't spill the coffee on her in the first place. I need to do for her what I would want her to do for me, not spill my coffee on her. The shape of coffee cups matters. Most of the coffee cups in our home curve outward near the rim, making it easy for sloshing coffee to spill over the side. But a few of our coffee cups are a bit larger and curve slightly inward near the rim, making it much harder for sloshing coffee to spill over the side. Shapes matter. In civilizations, we need to shape our laws and customs in ways that make it harder to spill a coffee. Systems matter. Not just systems of laws and customs shaped to reduce and end racism, but also systems of laws and customs 
shaped to improve education, work, healthcare, and retirement. For example, in ancient Israel, the ideals of the Law of Moses and the Prophets shaped systems of laws and customs to improve education, work, healthcare, and retirement. How? By strengthening and empowering the family farm. For example, a family's possession of the family farm was assured from generation to generation by returning it to the family each 50 years during the year of Jubilee, even if the family had gone bankrupt and been sold into slavery during the intervening 50 years. In that agricultural civilization, children were trained as they grew up on the farm. There was always worthwhile work to do on the farm. Members of the family provided health care. Aging family members were valued and surrounded by people who loved them and looked after them. Tying all these benefits to the family farm strengthened family ties. Of course, our vastly different economy and culture mean we need to shape our systems of laws and customs differently to improve education, work, health care, and retirement. For example, the Law of Moses provided different rules for people living in walled cities than for people living in unwalled villages and on farms. The point is that systems of laws and customs should be shaped to facilitate doing for other people what I would want them to do for me. To be sure, individual efforts are important regardless of the shape of laws and customs. For example, Despite the ingrained evil of slavery in the Roman Empire, the Apostle Paul encouraged Philemon, an early Christian, to set free his slave, Onesimus. A graceful person, such as the Apostle Paul, won't spill their coffee, even when drinking from a cup filled to the brim of its outward curving rim. But I'm clumsy. I'll spill my coffee when drinking from a full cup shaped unwisely. We need to design coffee cups, shape our systems of laws and customs for people who are clumsy as well as for people who are graceful. Because in one way or another, all of us are clumsy. All of us spill coffee. Or as the prophet Isaiah put it, all of us like sheep have gone astray. We have all turned to our own way. We have all spilled coffee and messed up our lives, communities of wisdom, families, businesses, nations, and civilizations. Therefore, the shape of our systems of laws and customs matters. I'm just as clumsy, go just as much astray using both types of coffee cup. Yet with one shape, I spill my coffee. But with the other shape, the wise shape, I don't. Shapes matter. Systems of laws and customs matter. Each person has gone astray. Each person has spilled some coffee. Each community of wisdom, family, business, nation, and civilization has gone astray. Each community of wisdom, Family, business, nation, and civilization has spilled some coffee. Of course, God will forgive us when we spill our coffee, but it's far better if we don't spill our coffee in the first place.
We need to shape our systems of laws and customs and ways to do for others what we would want them to do for us. This means we need to shape our systems of laws and customs in ways that will reduce, and as much as humanly possible, end the spilling of coffee. As the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. prophesied, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. Therefore, let's not shape our cups of coffee, our lives, communities of wisdom, families, businesses, nations, and civilizations with systems of laws and customs that bend toward the foolish, unjust ways of the power of money, the power of religion, and the power of the kingdoms of the world. Instead, let's shape our cups of coffee, our lives, communities of wisdom, families, businesses, nations, and civilizations with wise, just ways that reduce and, as much as humanly possible, end the spilling of coffee. Let's shape our cups of coffee, our lives, communities of wisdom, families, businesses, nations, and civilizations with wise, just systems of laws and customs that do for everyone what we would want done for us. Let's shape our cups of coffee, our lives, communities of wisdom, families, businesses, nations, and civilizations with wise, just ways that bend toward hasset, a Hebrew word encompassing faithfulness, love, mercy, steadfast love, loving kindness, and kindness. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. If you did, please share it with a friend and find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as on timharner.com. My blogs posted on my website contain citations to sources, including the scriptures, as well as links to my related blogs. Until we are together again, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord turn his face toward us and give us peace.